wanted to welcome everyone to the second episode of Flight Focus. And if you are new here, my name is Marissa, and this podcast is hosted by Xnot. Flight Focus is all about the experiences of people who shape the world of aviation and their unique path to get there. And today I have on Riley, who is the youngest pilot to fly solo across the U.S. at age 14. And Riley, I want to thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. So I'm assuming flying runs in your family. So what was that this is it moment of you wanting to become a pilot and wanting to fly? I mean, yeah, like you said, everyone, it's just always been in my family. So um, my grandfather, he just retired from United a couple of years ago. And my dad's currently a pilot United and my aunt's a pilot United. And my grandparents actually met through um, aviation. My grandfather was my grandmother's flight instructor. So as long as I remember, I've been spending days at the airport, like just tinkering around, flying. Um, so like, there's not really a moment where I'm like, I want to become a pilot. It was kind of a, oh, I'm going to become a pilot because I was always interested in it. So like dad would always let me fly it, fly things as much as I could at the time. So did they teach you any of like the mechanics? Let me play with it. Sorry. Oh, sorry. You uh, cut out what you can. <laughs> You're good. Um, did your family like teach you any of the mechanics and like how to do oil changes and things like that? Uh, well, my dad's a mechanic as well. So he has his um, a- AMP. So he was all, we, um, when we lived in Maine, we owned a um, multi-engine, um, multi, come on, multi-engine school. There we go. And um, multi-engine flight school. And so he did all the maintenance related to that. So of course I saw him taking down the airplane for its hundred hour inspection, putting it, bring it back up the same night, like just watching him do all of that. And then, so of course I was always interested in the mechanical side of it too. So, I mean, if you can see our hangar right now, it's just, uh, there's an engine just in parts right in front of me right here. And it's just always mechanical stuff going on, always flying stuff going on. So I've always been interested in all of it, but more flying than mechanic stuff. Um, and you mentioned previously about your pilot's license. Are you looking to pursue your own pilot's license? And do you kind of know the process of what it would take to get it? Yeah. So now that I'm set, my 17th birthday was like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. So, <laughs> so I'm finally old enough to get like my powered flight license. And on my 16th birthday, I got my glider pilot's license, which then allowed me to take passengers and allowed me to fly not under my dad's certificate, of course. And so I actually took my grandmother as my first passenger on the way back. Um, So that was really cool because like, you know, without her wanting to fly and she flies not very much anymore, but she was really what started all of these pilots. I mean, now three people become pilots directly from her. And um, so I'm actually scheduled to take my power flight check ride uh, this Sunday. So then I'll be able to take passengers again in the Tomahawk or other airplanes. That's amazing. Is there any part of yeah. like studying or actual application that you found challenging? That's something that you want to work towards and was there any way that you conquered it? Um, well, like with the actual studying portion, like with like the written test you have to take, um, the like 
I always like doing all the calculation stuff. Like I like the math behind it. So weight and balance is always fun. Calculating takeoff and landing is always fun. And so I was always good at it because every time dad needed to do it, he would always have me help him with it, even though I was really little. But like weather was always a sticking point with me, especially with the gliders, because they are so weather dependent. Of course, you really need to be able to read all the charts to know when is the day that you're going to be able to make a certain cross country or glide yeah wherever you need to go out glide to make sure you're not going to get stuck landing out um and so weather just never really made sense to me very much so we me and dad just really worked at it we got a um online glider uh weather course as part of like the glider ground school we did and just through time and like find like seeing the application through a lot of our longer cross countries like thing like actually like seeing the weather in front of us with what we saw on the charts and then seeing it happen that really helped so I mean I still say weather is a weak point but I've been working on it so. okay and for your cross-country flight were there any challenges with that I feel like weather might have been part of that as yeah. well so we actually got super lucky across the whole way um like we did it really safety focused. We built in like a day or two of rest towards the end and we didn't have anything that we were planned to stop for. So at one point we had to divert into a airport right outside St. Louis because of high winds at where we were going to land. They just were above what the glider could handle. And like we had pre-planned that diversion. I had was already signed off for it in my logbook because we knew that that could be a possibility. So because we did so much flight planning, that was really no big deal. We, I got the weather, but there's me, my dad, and then a family friend flew. So the three of us in three airplanes. And um, so I got the weather. I'm like, oh, the winds are pretty high. Dad looked and got the weather from the our pre-planned alternate. And he's like, oh, weather's fine here. And we went and landed there. And it's fine because, you know, we had no plans. We had no pressure to go to the other airport, which is really, like, what you want. And then, like... Other time we hit bad weather, like in Santa Fe going in, the winds were pretty high, but um, right down the runway. So they weren't really outside what the glider could do. And our home airport right here has really bad winds all the time. So I was really cross proficient. And that we just, dad said he's going to give me one chance and I got it down. and didn't have to go around. Then we do it. Otherwise we divert, they'd take back off and be fine. Um, but yeah, it got down. It was a fine, perfect landing. So it worked out. But due to those high winds in that area, we had to leave later the next day to fly to Kansas. And because we left later and weather, that meant all those mountains were creating all that lift. And so since the glider was its 50 foot wing, it cannot take it really does poorly with, um, with turbulence. So I was getting shaked around. Of course, there in the big six feet or six year twin baron just doing circle behind me and i'm like and they're like I'm like uh dad we might need to divert because the glider um it has to slow like 30 knots down in any turbulence which is just because of its wing we've normally improved at like 110 knots we just left the engine on the whole time we prefer to go 110 knots than 50 knots but um yeah it, you have to slow all the way back down to 76 knots which is like the rough air speed and I just had done I'm getting tired and then we had a our alternate we had in Texas so it was right in the middle so we were right by there so we just diverted stopped there and that ended up being one of my favorite stops of the flight because there's like a restaurant that had just opened up right on base which is fun 
and or on, yeah on the airport which was fun and just all so it ended up being a great stop and we waited the winds died down in kansas we went we landed in kansas it was a good day so yeah all of our planning just allowed us to make those quick wind diversions for weather yeah so you actually kind of answered my other question which is aside from the regular standard safety precautions is there anything you do on your own to add on to safety which i feel like making that flight plan solid is a good part of that as well yeah so like besides yeah besides that we um it because i was on under a solo endorsement so my dad who was acting as my cfig or was my cfig he had to sign me off for every leg giving me permission to fly from the whatever airport we were at to the next airport so in order to make sure that we wouldn't have any issues with being like, oh, well, I'm only signed off to this airport. It'd only be legal if I landed at that airport. We'd also make sure I was signed off to go to a bunch of our alternates. Okay. And so we really hammered down our alternates more than you would, I think, with just a standard private pilot. And then like since that flight, it's just like in the glider, it's just super wind. Um, like just really worried about wind. So that's the main thing is watching the wind. But I don't think anything extra because normal flight planning is pretty safe. That's the whole plan point. And you mentioned that your dad was your CFI. Are you interested in becoming a CFI at all? Or do you have your heart set on something else in aviation? I mean, I want to get my CFI. I don't like want to do it as a job. Like most airline pilots I know, like my grandpa also has a CFI. My aunt has her CFI um, who also works at United. So I would like to get my CFI because it's useful and you know, more ratings you have is just safer. And the more ratings you go to, it'd be interesting. And like, I like how convenient it's been for my dad to have his CFI all through all this, but I don't want to do it at the job. So in aviation, I want to go to the Air Force and fly for them. It's the main plan. That's an amazing plan. I, um, I live near um, a military base and to see all of those um, pilots fly in and out is just incredible. And it looks so exciting every day. Um, yeah. What is your favorite plane to fly or one that you would like to fly if you haven't already? Uh, right now, my favorite fl plane to fly is um, our, we have a Kit Fox Series 7. So we have they had big old 29 inch tires, which, you know, are kind of ridiculous in that little airplane, but <laughs> it's super fun and it's slow and loud, but it's a tailwheel and I really enjoy tailwheel. So that was kind of like the next step after we had the glider for a couple for a, like yeah four years. I got my license in it, and like we're like okay, well we can either lean more into the glider side of it and do more gliding, or move on to a different part of aviation. So we decided to move on, and um, we sold the glider and we got that Kit Fox. And so I've been so I got my tailwheel endorsement. I soloed that, and then we've been doing a lot of like bush flying with it. So we live right here on the Salinas River. So there's some good sandbars to go land on there. We've gone to, into a bunch of different grass strips. Um, like just this past Memorial Day weekend, we took it into a grass runway, or I took it into a grass runway uh, in Columbia and we camped there for the night. And so, yeah, so that's, I really like the versatility of that. And I can't think of an airplane that I'd rather fly like besides like big military jets, but I don't have a concrete idea there yet. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like once you get in, you'll be faced with like so many different options. You kind of get to do whatever you want, which sounds 
pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I think that is all the questions I have right now. Um, cool. I wanted to thank you again for joining me on the second yeah. of podcast. Oh, and one more thing. If anyone wants to reach out to you, if they have any questions about what you do, what is the best way to contact you? Uh, probably like a DM on Instagram because I'm on Instagram and YouTube kind of at RiseXYs. Okay. And so that's the best way to post uh, into, uh, all the flying stuff there. So, okay, yeah. perfect. And I will leave your handle in the description once it's up. And yeah, thank you so much. Cool. Yeah. All right, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. If you guys have any comments, suggestions, or any topics you want to see in the future, be sure to reach out to us at xnotsolutions on Instagram, or you can reach out to us directly through our site, xnot.com. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and thank you for tuning in.